0: Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney, where we listen to all 92 Diamond Albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is...
1: Mariah Carey's... If I can find it, Music Box.
0: (laughs) But before we get into anything about the album or anything at all, here's our news segment.
1: Okay, so for this week, I actually didn't write the music news on paper. It's on my phone because there wasn't a lot going on, from what I could find anyway. So sorry if I disappoint you all. Um, Spencer Eldon... Who appeared on Nirvana's iconic album cover, Nevermind. And if you don't know what I'm referencing, it's the naked baby in the pool. Um, well, he's suing the band's surviving members. Because of... Well, basically saying he couldn't have consented to that in for the 1991 album. However, he has been called out by Chris Cuomo saying, and I quote, You think that this man is really a good face for the pain of child." Well, okay, first off, trigger. Child pornography. So, you think he's really the good face for the pain of child pornography. Somebody who's made money out of it, has a tattoo on his chest about it, has celebrated it at different times in his life, and had all this time to reach out about it in the context that you're offering now and never did. You really think that this is something that would be comforting to real victims. So, that's the end of that one. You can take that stance, whichever side you want, um... Next, Kanye West released his new album, Donda, is that correct? Donda,
0: Donda, Donda, baby.
1: Yeah, except then he posted that they released it without his consent.
0: But then some people at the label are also like, nah, that's Cap, bro. He let us do that. Like, he was, he even and then threw a party. There's
1: also, like, supporting artists who have posted about it, who have already, who mm-hmm. supposed to be on the album or are on the album. I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Let us know if you've listened to it. Have you listened to it?
0: Uh, No. I mean, it only came out as of, like, two or three days ago, right?
1: Yeah, it is pretty recent. I'll
0: probably listen to it this weekend when I have a bunch of time.
1: Yeah. All right. That makes sense. So, next up, we have that... And this is from an Instagram post that I found. But the astounding genius, Lee Scratch Perry, has passed away at 85. And this is the man... When Paul McCartney was basically arrested for possession of marijuana uh-huh. he like he defended him and said that he wasn't doing anything wrong <laughs> and he's been in the, he was in the music industry for a very long time Oh,
0: that's kind
1: of sad so yeah it, it was a very big um, loss in the rock and roll community um for any of you people in the Knoxville Tennessee area or even the outside areas there is a festival exactly one week from now called New Ground Music Festival Alright, so if you're looking for new music or a smaller music festival to attend, go ahead and do that. Get your tickets. New Ground Music Festival. I'll repeat it again. Uh, I think it's almost sold out, actually. They might be running out of tickets. So, go... Get it while they're hot. Get your tickets. Um, Next up, Billie Eilish is doing her Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles with Disney+. And I have seen... I guess the trailer for it and if you haven't you should go watch it because it actually is really cool and you know how she's really into anime yeah I mean, yeah have yeah. you seen that well they animate her and that's she that's cool and she sings with an orchestra behind her which is I, I've seen Metallica do that and I know other bands have done that and I think that's really cool for her new album mm-hmm. like the whole concept of that I think that's just brilliant so be looking out for that
0: that's totally a Beatles thing that's de- that definitely originated from the Beatles um, Ten things that the Beatles accidentally created. Sorry, it's a cool video.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go check it out after this. Also, the band Kiss. They are all testing... Well, not all of them. Paul Stanley and Gene have both um, tested positive for COVID.
0: Oh, for Kiss.
1: And they're supposed to be touring, I believe. For Kiss. So. poor Kiss.
0: COVID. Come on, man.
1: All right. Next up, the viral drummer... Oh, gosh, I can't remember how to pronounce her name. Oh, bro. I can't remember. Nandi Nandi, I'm so sorry how I mispronounced that. Bushel or bushel. again, really sorry. <laughs> she blew up because she would post drum covers on YouTube, mm-hmm. and Dave Grohl and her had, like, a drum off. Well, what's fun about that is that she actually joined the Foo Fighters on stage at one of their concerts to play their song Everlong. And that was really cool. If you haven't seen a video, you can look it up on YouTube. So go check that out, because it is really cool. And even uh, maybe try to go find her YouTube channel.
0: <laughs> after you after, subscribe to the Diamond Mine. After. Watch,
1: subscribe, <laughs> like, comment, share, whatever.
0: And find my email.
1: And find my email in the first <laughs> ten episodes. Uh, next up, a... I don't know how they describe their sound. They sound like the Strokes. So it's kind of that rock... Alternative kind mm-hmm. of feel but it's the band Ultra Q they dropped a new song Bowman to announce their new EP Get Yourself a Friend and they have articles in Kerrang! magazine they were featured on BBC One's radio on September 1st at 9pm UK time and they also have an article in The Aquarian so go check them out personally they're one of my favorite bands at the moment because they have two other EPs and they were also a band called Mount Eddie before that, and they released two other EPs. So, yeah. And last but not least, we are going to update you on Britney Spears and the Free Britney movement. Jamie Spears, her father, this is a headline right here, Britney Spears' lawyer claims Jamie wants $2 million, will not be extorted.
0: In quotes, will not be extorted.
1: In quotes.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. And that
1: is all we have for
0: today's music news. Uh free Britney. And we're back from that news segment. So before we get into Mariah Carey's album, let's do our social medias. So the Twitter, T D M Pod, T D M P O D, the Instagram, the Diamond Mind Podcast, the YouTube, in case you're an audio listener and you want to see our beautiful faces or you wanna watch our vlogs which I did just get a new mic, so that audio quality about to be improving. The Diamond Mine on YouTube, if you look up the Diamond Mine podcast, will be the first thing that pops up. Um, also, subscribe, rate five stars, like, do whatever, follow, um, so you get uh, notified whenever we post a podcast, and you can just support us in a different way so we can reach more people. Um, anyways, would you like to get into the album?
1: Sure. So, this album... A little fun fact it was released on August thirty first, nineteen ninety three. So yesterday was its twenty eight year anniversary. Huh.
0: How about that? Happy birthday, music box.
1: Happy birthday, music box. Uh, this song, or, um, yeah, this album is ten songs long, a whopping forty two minutes, and it went ten times platinum. Also, Nate's eighteen now.
0: Oh, yeah. I did turn 18 uh, as of August 27th. It's September 1st right mm-hmm. now as of recording this. So, yeah. uh, happy birthday to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, oh, also, I'm not wearing my band shirt. It's a National Park shirt. But I have a green day koozie for all you vloggers out there. Let me get the hat. Let me get the hat. Thank you. <laughs> More
0: like beauty uh, YouTubers. <laughs> like makeup influencers, YouTubers. influencers, yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. First song.
0: Okay, so the first song is called Dream Lover. Uh, she opens it up with an Ariana whistletone. I like that that's just known as an Ariana not note Mariah now. Here. Yeah. Um, even though Ariana came after, she's just so iconic well, for that. Well,
1: now Mariah is known as that skinny legend.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, God. Uh, anyways, this is a head bopper. Um, this immediately reminded me of a thing uh, that remixed it. It was a remixed YouTube parody that I can't say what it's about. But it involves Ninja Turtles. So if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about.
1: If you want um, to <laughs> yeah, look
0: it up. Yeah, if you want to look it up, be advised, it is definitely 18+. plus. Um,
1: oh, oh, it's... It's, it's, <laughs> it's up X-rated. there. It's up there, bro. It's
0: pretty um, It's on but YouTube, though. <laughs> this is definitely something that would play at the end of a rom-com. Oh, yeah. um, she hasn't gone through as many voice filters in the song, which I really yeah. appreciate. I feel like... The younger her music is, or I guess older uh, her music is, the um, less, like, studio production is used to make her sound better. Um, Right. And I can just really appreciate that. Uh I mean, we did listen to an album, uh, one of her albums, and it was not, you know.
1: Good. For all you listeners out there, he put better in quotation marks.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I did it with this hand. So so if you couldn't tell. Uh, This is a banger, though. This was oh, a good yeah. one. This one had Understood. me going. This is probably a top three song on the album for me, personally.
1: I, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, So, for my notes, this album is classified as a pop album. That's a genre. But this song was very R&B.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Very R&B. And I love that, actually. I like when she sings that style because it...
0: I feel like it fits her better.
1: It does. I think it's way better than her slow, lovey-dovey stuff. But Mm -hmm. we'll get into that later. Um, And my main reason for the R&B is because of the use of the drum kit. Listen if you really want to get into detail with that. Her whistle notes overlapping at the end of the chorus. It sounded like a train whistle, but with a higher pitch.
0: (laughs) Train whistle. I
1: I think it was because they tried to harmonize the whistle notes. Uh And so when it did that, it just sounded like a train whistle. You, hey. know, you know that train whistle that you have? Yes. Like that's like the I, little
0: wooden train whistle thing yeah. I have. That's not necessarily bad. I think train whistles are cool sounding.
1: It sound that's what it sounds like, but just take it up a few um notches. Yeah. Just... Anyway, um it's very catchy and it's a Mariah Carey song that I actually enjoyed because I'm not a huge Mariah Carey fan. I'll just
0: I think up we disclosed that last Mariah Carey podcast, but if you didn't see that
1: Yeah, I'll just be upfront about it. I'm not a big Mariah Carey fan. Sorry Mariah. Don't mean to hurt your feelings. Um, anyway, the song does have a very familiar sound, and she co-wrote every song on this album except for one, and it, the one song she didn't co-write, I'm kind of sad she did because it was a good song.
0: Yeah, it was but, a good one. It was like one of the more popular ones on the album, I'm pretty sure, right?
1: No, it wasn't.
0: I thought it was.
1: No, it was number five.
0: I thought it was number seven was the one, because I remember I made the joke, like, oh, it's one of the most popular ones on the album, she didn't even write it.
1: Oh, it was number 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Number okay.
0: 5 is a banger though.
1: Number 5 is a good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next song.
0: Uh the last thing I will say about this song is I will definitely listen it, listen to it in the car tomorrow morning. Um the next song is called Hero. I've heard this one before. Uh I just vagued, vaguely remembered it. Mm-hmm. Um but this was so it was corny. It was corny. Yeah. There's a hero inside of you and that's like the hook of the song. Oh my gosh. Mariah um, the right. beat and build up reminds me of Whitney Houston, specifically her rendition of the song I Will Always Love You by mm-hmm. Dolly Parton. Um Thank you. just letting you know. Uh, Fun fact of the day. <laughs> I feel like she could be uh doing more things vocally though to do to give that justice. Like it has that yeah. feel, but she just doesn't live up to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Oh yeah, okay, this is the song. I'll touch on that. Also, when you were talking about, I don't even remember at this point. I almost did the whistle note, and then I decided I was going <laughs> to spare the audience.
0: Oh my gosh, that'd be horrible And our and own that'd sound, ears go through here and into our headphones. Oh my gosh,
1: <laughs> and also the fact that I'm sitting right. Yeah. Anyway, but I get very specific when I describe the scene, so bear with me, okay? Okay. Thank
0: Absolutely. You.
1: Hero. Number one, I'm disappointed that it wasn't uh, Bonnie Tyler's "Holding Out for a Hero." Uh, guilty pleasure song moving on <laughs> this is another one of those songs that fits into like one of those teen movies where the popular kid falls in love with the nerd but it started off as a bet so they had a fight when they find out that it was a bet
0: the fact that that's such then, a movie trope
1: it is though and then they magically you know forgive the other person at prom and they dance to the song and fall in love or whatever which it's funny because there's a movie it's not appropriate. I think it's R-rated actually. Maybe not. It's either pg th- No, it might be R-rated. So discretion. Um, It's called Not Another Teen Movie and it makes fun of every single teen movie trope. I think I have seen
0: trope. that. I think I've seen that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on to my next note. She had a Celine Dion build up and let it drop. She let it drop. Celine Dion would never. Mm-mm. Her voice would have shattered the windows if she had had that build up.
0: That uh, Celine Dion would have made me turn to dust in a good way. Not in like a Thanos snap way, like a rapture way, bro. I
1: do love those videos where she's like, well, you see, it's the technology because my voice is built. Slowly. Yeah, and my voice is the technology isn't as advanced. It's not good enough. Yeah. That's a fact, though. But anyway, my last note is that it has a good message, even though it is rather corny like may has said and it has a good melody i would listen to it if it came on and i was in like the right headspace or mood or whatever but it was okay so yeah moving on
0: uh the next song is called anytime you need a friend uh it's got that church choir uh hitting the notes in the back Mm -hmm. also when i wrote my notes i almost spelled choir q u i r e so i just thought that would be a little tidbit um, this reminds me of like a soulful gospel hymn if you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, it hits the soul on the choruses I just think the the verses again um, I mean it wasn't like this with the last song but kind of it doesn't do it justice but with the last song it was like the words didn't do the, the Whitney Houston feel justice but this it's the <laughs> it's the verse doesn't do the chorus justice yeah uh, I that. the whistle notes though those are insane. The fact that she just be ripping those. She
1: just—I really want to try.
0: <laughs> do it, bro.
1: I know we did it before. I'll get to that. I'll do it at a random point, though. Anyway, is that all? You yeah. Had? All right. Awesome. So this sounds very similar to the last song with a dash of Phil Collins. If you haven't uh, seen or heard that episode, that was our last episode. Please go check it out.
0: Mhm.
1: <laughs> I love plugging Phil
0: Collins, up. baby. Um, Studio. <laughs>
1: stop it. Anyway.
0: <laughs> sorry anyway, I didn't
1: mean to do that anyway like Nate has already touched on she had a choir behind her that really adds a nice depth to the song that I think the album honestly benefited from it really, it really needed it um and another it's another nice message it's around oh around three minutes she really has what oh around three minutes um as Nate used to say she really got in her bag that was the throwback. Oh, do I stuff. not say that? Any-
0: I guess I don't say no, that anymore. No, you really.
1: anymore. And she really just built and she went for it, and I really enjoyed that. And that's all.
0: <laughs> that's like an early podcast thing. I remember saying you used that to episode say that every one. Episode. I said it episode one when uh, I remember like there was one song that they were singing. It wasn't the one that we really like, but it was the other one, and I was like, it, "He doesn't let Kenny G get into his Kenny G bag."
1: You did say that the first episode. I, I
0: remember had, that. Vividly. I don't know you
1: said it in this room.
0: Well, I, know, I just said it.
1: I know. Well, <laughs> so did I. I know for a fact that you said it in the garage because that was Kenny G. Yeah. In the first closet in that room. Yeah, because that it, was
0: Nickelback and Creed and somebody else, I think.
1: And then in, in that closet. I know you've said it because uh-huh. you, said, you used to say it almost every.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's a good way to describe it. Now I say, like, vibe.
1: I know, but we also have an older audience in some ways like if we have
0: like older audience if you've ever been confused by my lingo I apologize (laughs) Uh, getting in his bag just kind of means like you're getting in your your groove like your feel you're in in your comfort zone you're you're going for it and you're not having any fear like (laughs) and you're really just letting it rip and not in the flatulence way this next song is called Music Box namesake of the Album. Flatulence. Uh, title <laughs> trap. This song is called Flatulence. Uh This sounds like a lullaby. Imagine
1: um, an album called Flatulence. I'd listen to that.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
1: uh...
0: I mean... <laughs> Dookie. Dookie. That's exactly what I was about to say.
1: Anyway. It honestly
0: yeah. sounds like a Christian song, which is funny because I was talking about gospel last song. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the literal... This is the only line that makes it not. It says... I'm the only one you need. Um, which, if it was a Christian song, it'd be like, You're, you're the, the only, only one, one I need. need. Yeah. Um, Ye- so, yeet. that's the only part that kind of makes it. Eh. Yeah, Coke. But um, there's a lot of allusions to Christianity, too. Like, oh, yeah. She says, Sweet and tenderly, and she uses the word the, like T H E E. Um, and that kind of alludes to the King James Version of the Bible. Um, and I just feel like she's very inspired by gospel music and stuff on this album. What have you been doing to my left this whole entire like time?
1: <laughs> this song specifically had a lot going on.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> You'll see it when you go back and look. Anyway. My turn? Yeah. Mm, okay. Duck, duck, goose. All lyrics point to Christi- Christianity like Nanny's already touched on except for the all line where it says, And you tell me I'm the only one you need. So it's a love song. And mm-hmm. I, I've heard other songs that do that. Like um, Holy by Justin Bieber? Yeah. Or is that Florida Georgia Line?
0: No, that's Justin Bieber. No, that's
1: Justin Bieber. But Florida Georgia Line, their country, but, hmm, not my personal favorite. But they have a song that's like that where it sounds yeah. like Christian, but it's actually a, a love song. Mm-hmm. So an interesting way to do things. An interesting take, if you will. I didn't like the section... That sounded like she was trying to harmonize whispering whistle notes. Yes. That sounded just. It was a little Strange eh. and kind of. Didn't really fit. Or at least I didn't think so anyway. It you know, didn't fit. Um, very slow. Close to five minutes. Yep. The music box at the beginning, however, was a nice touch and I'll mm-hmm. end it on that high note.
0: Uh, the next song is called Now That I Know. This one opens up slow, boring, and I was just like oh gosh, here's another one. She said psych! She lied right out the rip. Does like a Jackson 5, I want you back, little piano run. Uh, kind of reminds me of Celebrate by Cool and the Gang. You know, the celebrate good times. Anyways. Um, this was not what I was expecting out of this song, but this kind of shows, to get on a sour note I'm sorry, this kind of shows Dang. that she knows that her faster songs are better than her slower songs like
1: but some of her slow songs are some of Homer's popular
0: though. which is weird to so me I think it me.
1: varies from album to album
0: but this kind of showed that consciousness to me but I, maybe I'm overthinking it I don't know um this is an absolute thumper this is also a top 3 song in the album this probably com- uh competes with uh dream lover for me for uh, yeah. number 1 um I think I, can- I
1: like this one more
0: yeah, this one was super duper fun. Uh, I could see my mom jogging to this back in the '90s, just or maybe like a steady power walk. Uh, shout out to you, mom. My mom,
1: she, tell me she wasn't a power walker.
0: No, she was a jogger always.
1: I, re- I remember her running because she used to run
0: all the time. A lot, but uh, miles. If anything, it's just a little repetitive towards the end, and that's my biggest gripe.
1: Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, Nate's already touched on the beginning, so I'm not gonna. Re- Stayed any of that? However, you said Jackson Five and what's it called? Celebrations. Mm-hmm. Celebrations. Mm-hmm. I thought it sounded like um, "Good Vibrations" by Marky Mark and the Funky Munch.
0: Feel it, feel it.
1: Good vibration. Oh my! God. <laughs> Our ad libs. But this song perfectly fits in with the early '90s atmosphere of pop and hip hop. I wrote "atmosphere" twice because I was stupid. Because there are multiple other songs that came to mind throughout while listening to this specific song mm-hmm. I didn't write them down because there were multiple um, but I also got it was very reminiscent of the 70s and Nate mentioned the Jackson 5 which I Want You Back came out in 69 Yeah, so it kind of has that same groove that flow to it and I really appreciate appreciated that I would 100% listen to this one and yeah
0: uh, this next song is called Never Forget You. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some nice harmonies in the chorus. I don't have a ton to say. It's just, it's just nice stuff, uh, but this song isn't super entertaining. Uh, Lainey literally put on her news time glasses and started singing Weezer during the song. Because uh, it
1: reminded me of the Weezer song. She needs mm-hmm. Me. It's on the new album, Band Weezer. Go check it out.
0: But uh, yeah, this is definitely filler to make this an album and not an EP. <laughs>
1: This song was an absolute snooze fest. Yeah, I'm on her.
0: Good morning, guys. Uh, anyways, this next song is called Without You. Um, I really... Uh, on like an unrelated note from this song, I'm sorry, I don't know when else to say this. I really liked when she had curly hair. I wish she didn't straighter, straighten her hair. I think her curly... Wow, that was a loud bug. Um, that sounded like it was like on the window It probably was. <laughs> Came inside uh, the watch. <laughs> oh. Uh, Sick of this. Anyways, I really liked her curly hair. I wish she kept it like that. But I mean, I guess it's her choice. I don't I don't care that much. Um I've heard the song before, but like only the chorus. It's yeah. definitely been on a commercial or a movie or something like that. Um it's very powerful during the chorus, but the verses are just eh, and that's really all I have to say.
1: I basically said the exact <clears> same thing <throat> where I said. It's one of her popular songs. I've only heard the chorus Powerful voice like always But just not my style
0: Yeah Uh, So the next song is called Just to hold you once again Uh, This one was very boring This one was the most boring to me so far Honestly Uh, The choruses Mm -hmm. didn't hit The verses didn't hit Uh, There was the slow drums in the back Making this feel like it was going 2 miles per hour And honestly I was just just done I was just done with this song
1: (laughs) I don't remember this song To be honest with you all um, I wrote Mariah. You're losing me. I'm sorry, but you're losing me with this one. It reminds me of Highway Don't Care by Tim McGraw with Keith Urban and Taylor Swift, if you all know that song. If not, look it up. Maybe. I like that song, personally, but I just don't like this song.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it it was meh. Oh, but also me saying that, it's kind of like music repeating itself. How Have you heard of that? Where, like, no music is really original anymore because it all just... Cycles from something. At yeah, because some everybody
0: gets some sort of inspiration from something, and everything's been done, so it's like you just like yeah, makes like, certain things. The
1: first music, <clears throat> it originated from like the sounds of nature and things like that, and that's how yeah. I, so yeah, anyway, because
0: like the first music wasn't even notes; it was just drums. So it was just yeah. like things beating on just, things, and yeah. we were like, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs>
1: I wasn't expecting you to take <laughs> out the egg on camera, behind the mic. <laughs> I, thought that was, I thought that was a closed-door <laughs> private thing, and you did that straight, straight for the world to anyway, see.
0: Anyways, this, this next song is called... Uh, or wait, are you done...
1: Yeah, I've
0: been done. all right. The next song is called I've Been Thinking About You. This song sounds like it would be in the PlayStation 2 NBA Street Volume 2. I'm pretty sure is what it's called. Uh, This is a banger. Uh, uh, At this point in the album I realized half of the songs on this album are like booty butthole. And then half of them are certified hood classics. Like, really? And I don't understand why she can't just make all bangers.
1: Time out for all of you who don't know what Nate just said. Booty, <laughs> booty butthole means the songs were not good. Certified Hood Classics means that the songs were fantastic.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Um,
1: Moving forward. Sorry.
0: <laughs> sorry. I, sometimes I forget. Like, I just talk like I talk. I do, too. Um,
1: Even sometimes I don't understand you. So.
0: Sorry. Um, I definitely like earlier Mariah Carey better than later. Yeah. Uh obviously uh, this album is higher on the list than that last album so it kind of shows a lot of people do um do at you least remember the reviewers
1: where played that one? it do was what? low wasn't
0: it it was quite low okay, cool. because it, a lot I think most of it was like the slow, the slow stuff I think she only had one or two songs that were like,
1: so it's probably like had 80s. energy it was probably 80s um yeah.
0: uh there's the like synthiness in the song and then like I don't really know what it is. It's very synonymous with like songs about basketball and around basketball and like early 90s songs, but it's mm-hmm. like a synthy electronic brass hit. It's a very specific sound, yeah. and I can't think of it. It almost sounds like an electronic brass hit mixed with like a record scratch maybe. I know what you're or talking like, about Yes, that sound. Um, yeah. If You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put to edit that sound in. Uh, Nate, it's this sound here. Um, so uh there's that, and it just gives us such an awesome feel honestly uh it really sounds like the song speaking of basketball, the song basketball by who was that by bow wow uh, bow wow uh from right. the show like or from the movie like Mike um yeah, like very eerily similar, so yeah, that's basically all I gotta say.
1: It's funny how you talk about nineties basketball culture, but think about it, like Michael Jordan, Space Jam, the Bulls, they were mm-hmm. all
0: And then like huge you got, at that time. I mean, shoot, just the the legacy that like Mike had played against like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson too, and those are like some of the greatest players of all time and then you just have this young kid that comes out of nowhere that's like way better than they ever were, you know? And I
1: don't know. Scotty Pippen and Dennis Rodman though.
0: Those dudes are dogs. Those dudes are dogs. B- Dennis Rodman is an absolute dog. He does not get enough attention.
1: Well, he did back then when he did all of his crazy stuff.
0: Uh-huh. Well no, I like for the wrong reasons.
1: <laughs> the wedding dress or whatever it was.
0: <laughs> when he got when he literally went to uh Las Vegas and He just left. Oh just my gosh. just left and nobody knew where he Watch was. Watch the
1: last dance if you haven't already. Oh my That's gosh, really absolutely. Watch
0: the last dance. Wait, I don't
1: even think I finished it. I think I still have like two episodes.
0: Bro, we should uh, spend a day where we just watch all of it. It is good. just hang out and just binge it.
1: Scotty Pippen, I mean, he's the best number two that there's ever been, probably.
0: Oh, he's one of the most underrated players of all time. I think he's a top, like, 20 basketball player all time.
1: Yeah, and then Dennis Rodman, he's so... He's such an oddball, but I absolutely love it.
0: Uh Uh-huh, I love Dennis Rodman, too. Uh, He has done some weird things, but... Uh, such as befriending Kim Jong-un, but, um... <laughs> I forgot, about
1: that. I forgot uh, about that! one! The picture!
0: Anyways, we'll just, you know, I don't know how we're talking about the, like, Basketball, 90s bowls the, the right now, but... Workout.
1: Yeah. No cap. Anyway. Mariah. I said that very loudly. I'm so sorry. Mariah. Mar- uh, Michelle. I just... Okay, take it easy. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, I'm thirsty. Anyway, Mariah, you want me back. <laughs> um. Oh, Mariah, I also have a I have a suggestion for you for the 30th anniversary. So you know, in two years, 2023, you should let Nate do some ad libs. You know, for a remix
0: of this. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot I was doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but I will say that the lyrics aren't all there, but I believe this one is one of the best on her album. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> she includes a little synth in there, you know, like you kind of touch on with the basketball and the all. Yeah. It was just a nice mixture, I thought. Instrumental wise, again, the lyrics were
0: yeah.
1: mediocre. <laughs> and she, honestly, I really like, and I know I've already said this and they like we've both mentioned people like Whitney Houston Jackson 5 you know people like that but she takes from her past like the past not her past specifically but the past like in the music industry and her influences and I really appreciate that she shows that in her music I really like when people do that Mm -hmm. obviously um last song
0: the last song is called All I've Ever Wanted uh during the song we had a whole conversation about Lainey being a vampire and then she revealed that when she was little, you know how like, like you have seven. to okay. you have to stab a vampire with a stake to kill it. She thought that it was like a, a real steak.
1: <laughs> like the food.
0: <laughs> and okay, uh
1: please.
0: She was like, "Man, do they like cut off the heads and like put the stake down his throat or like?" No,
1: no hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me Hear me out. Let me, let me paint a picture for you all. So, they cut off the vampire's head, right? Okay. Bear with me. And you know there's, like, cartoons where... And you know the ham. And it has the ham bone. So, you cut it down. And it's, like, the meat. And there's, like, the little bone in the center, right? That's what I imagine the neck looking like. And then they would just shove the steak down there. Granted, I'd seen movies and obviously I knew what, like the steak like, stabbing in the heart kind of thing was. But that's just what I...
0: Anyways. Uh, I didn't really pay b- attention to the first half of the song. Comment down below uh, if you feel the same way. It doesn't feel different for any of her other ballady... Or it doesn't feel different from any of her other ballady tunes. <laughs> yeah. It just feels so flavorless. It's just a really meh ending to the album because to me... Is that a car?
1: That scared the crap out of me. I I almost just peed. I'm not even kidding. Hey guys, what happened? I okay. I've been watching a lot of like Ghost Hunter, like radioactive, acti- radioactive,
0: paranormal. <laughs> okay,
1: paranormal activity, but like, and they use these things that help the ghost talk and stuff. Yeah, and on their
0: oh EMF
1: readers and recordings, you can hear like m- like lights singing and like stuff like that. And that's exactly what that sounded like. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm out.
0: Dude, I'm yeah, right I, now. I know I know that sound, but it was definitely it just was somebody's car I mean, yeah. racing down the highway, but um,
1: Also, you said that it was flavorless. You know what had flavor? The steak that went down the throat.
0: No, because it doesn't touch their tongue.
1: I didn't say I had flavor to them. Maybe they wanted to season it with some garlic before they throw it down there.
0: Well, to have a good ending to an album, I think it needs to <laughs> not be jarring and but yet it needs to have enough to stick with you and make you think about it. This song was definitely not jarring. Um but there was nothing about it that stuck with you afterwards and that's my biggest that complaint. Statement. It was just very it was just very uh it was like if you put that song in the middle of the album I wouldn't have felt any different about it. It just uh.
1: And I okay when you know first listening to this or whatever I initially thought that if you swapped this song with the last song, it, I would have been much happier with the ending and I would have been with the ending of the song. But then you would have multiple of those slow songs in a row. Yeah. And you would lose interest even more.
0: Mhm. So that basketball or basketball sounding song, I don't want to call it a basketball song, but that basketball <laughs> sounding song wouldn't have had wouldn't have been as much fun cuz you exactly. would have already been disinterested.
1: Exactly. And she does have a moment, and I know you've already mentioned Whitney's version of I Will Always Love You, but she has a moment in here, like that specific version of the song, where the beat slows down for a second, and Mm -hmm. then it kicks in and she belts her and I. Yeah. And I know you all know what I'm talking about. And there was a moment in the song exactly like that, where it kind of kicks in and she has a moment. And the end also, I feel like, foreshadows... Her Christmas song, when she sings, um, you know, All I Want for Christmas is You, because at the end of this song, she sings All I've Ever Wanted is You, and it's the same style. Mm-hmm. The same, I don't know what you want to call that, but, yeah. So. And that concludes the album.
0: 1 92, how you feeling?
1: Right now, I think it's at 58, mm-hmm. 57.
0: I think it's 58.
1: I would put it between... We'll say 58, okay. I'll put it between 58 and 68.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is
1: a lot of room, but I might move it lower. Because again, I just personally... Yeah, the album as an entire thing, as an entire piece of artwork,
0: mm-hmm.
1: wasn't my favorite. It's just not something I really enjoy. But there were some aspects that I thought were beautiful, they were genius, you know, whatever. So, if I move it lower, I don't think I would move it as low as 68, but
0: um, that's my thought
1: process on it.
0: So, how I feel about this album? This album has very high highs, yeah. um, but also has very low lows. So, But not as low
1: as her last album.
0: Yes. They're just... Well, for me, what I value in a song... If I hear a song that's just meh and leaves no impression on me, that's just as bad to me personally mm-hmm. as a song that's so bad that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like, th- this is so bad it's funny. Like Nickel- Nickelback. Like, I really, I that those are on the same level for me. Just because like, you can just tell that they were flavorless and, and uninspired. Like, I, I really don't like when. I like when an album leaves leaves me with something, leaves me thinking about things, and when you just have so many songs that don't do that at all, that really just does not yeah. tickle my fancy. Um, so,
1: but we okay. We also say this with respect to the artist because, like, again, this is an opinionated podcast. This is our personal preferences. Nate and I have similar and yet very different music tastes. So. That's basically what this is. So there's no disrespect there because what you create is what you create. Yeah. And obviously, she's extremely yeah, successful. Yeah, she's doing better than I am. <laughs> Same. So.
0: She could literally buy our podcast and then just, like, do whatever she wants. She could literally
1: take it. the Diamond Mind podcast and turn it into our own podcast and everyone would think it was just hers originally. Yep.
0: Uh, but, I mean, she can do that. So, shout out to you, Mariah Carey. Uh, just because a couple of stupid early 20, late teen kids uh, don't like some of your music does not mean you're not successful. Don't feel discouraged. Um, don't Keep feel discouraged. Trying. Keep making <laughs> those millions and millions of dollars every freaking Christmas. Can I,
1: wait. You can continue your conclusion. I'm going to look up our net worth.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, with with that being said... Only 10 songs on this album, too. There's probably like four or five bangers, and then like you know, like five or six stinkers. So, um, maybe, maybe upper 60s, ah, okay, mid 60s. Okay, so we're
1: kind of mid
0: 60s. Okay. Um, I it may get moved up just because how high her highs were, but as I'm sitting here right now and reflecting on the album. Uh, just thinking about those flavorless songs really is leaving a bad taste in my mouth but I'm so um
1: hey big mistake
0: (laughs) I forgot that was there
1: God, full circle
0: oh my god Kenny G um (laughs) out of nowhere Uh, Kenny G
1: likes steak fun fact of the day uh
0: Kenny G quote of the day Uh,
1: I like steak
0: I gotta poop Kenny G probably at some point Um,
1: (laughs) Oh, my. Anyways. Oh, wait. Her net worth is $320 million.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, She
1: doesn't even have to buy this. She could just ask, and we'd have to give it to her.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Do you have anything to say to the viewers before we start wrapping up?
1: (sighs) The state to kill the empire. (laughs) It's wooden to the heart. Not the state, that's right.
0: On God. Like her. Um, So, the Twitter... TDM Pod, TDM POD. We post every time a thing goes up. Yes. The Instagram, the Diamond Mind Podcast. We do the same thing on there. The YouTube, the Diamond Mind. Um, if you look up the Diamond Mind Podcast, we'll be the first thing to pop up. Um, catch vlogs there, face cam. Um, if shoot, Subscribe, like, comment. Do all the stuff. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. Uh-huh. Um,
1: subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Spotify, Follow us on Anchor or Overcast or whatever you listen on. Um. Um. We might have something else in the works. We'll see.
0: Uh-huh. 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 And um,
1: that's all I, I can think
0: of. Okie doke. So, this has been the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Lainey. We'll be back at you next week with Linkin Park's Hybrid Theory. Woo!